Welcome, everybody, to the Gate Expectations podcast, where I bring in a weekly guest to talk all things Yu-Gi-Oh! and get to know a little more about each person I talk to. This is the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast that is run by a full-fledged journalist such as myself. This is episode 10. If you haven't checked it out yet, you can check out earlier podcasts with guests like Pen God Stephen Trifonoski, Jesse Cotton, Team Samurai X1, Doug Zeef, Cody Angeloff, and many more. My guest for this week is the first Canadian to get to the World Championships since the North American merger, a multiple YCS topper, and arguably one of the most beloved players of all time. It's Bo Tang, my good friend Bo. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you, David. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. I appreciate you coming on, Bo. I mean, we've been friends for a a very long time now. We met actually back in... uh, in 2010 at a regional yeah the only a decade. T- yeah it's been a, it's been a decade now and yeah. we played each other once and this was before you became really well known and famous and i haven't played you since in this game so i'm kind of scared to play you now considering that like you were a lot better than what you were a decade ago and you know i was maybe a little bit better than i am now than what i was then so like i kind of hit my ceiling you didn't hit your ceiling at that point i and I've seen you play, and you're so dangerous as a player, and it, it kind of freaks me out now. But yeah, we've been together for, we've been friends now for a decade, and we, we've gone through a, a good chunk of things together, and uh, I got Bo, I, I'm finally glad I was able to get you on here. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> so you just, you participated in the Remote Duel Invitational a, a couple weeks ago, you got selected on. And we haven't really seen you play a whole lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! in the past couple of years here. So uh, what was that experience like being able to be in part of that Invitational? Oh, yeah, that, that was great. So I guess I, I was so lucky to be selected. So like I, I was like so proud of that. So, uh, But yeah, it, it was great. Um, it, it's like a small tournament. It's like a local tournament, like 16 people, mm-hmm. but with, with all the uh, great names. So yeah, the, the competition is like crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me, like I got my inv- invitation back in July. Like mm-hmm. when I saw it, I, I was like so excited because I haven't played in, in a while because of the pandemic. Yeah. Also because of the newborn. So um, I was like, okay, yeah, I have to get ready for it. So um, I spent a lot of time like doing the analysis and also mm-hmm. um, trying to find out like the best deck for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also spent like a lot of money. I, I bought a case of, of the new like Rise of the Duelist. Yep. And I, I bought like lot like lots of like staples <laughs> like thunderstorm, <laughs> thunder, wait, lightning storm actually. Yeah. Like and other like random stuff just to get ready for the tournament. Um. Mm-hmm. So it, it was great. So I was playing like my favorite deck like Necros, mm-hmm. and and also uh, attacking like the uh, Dogmatica stuff as well as the Shadow. Uh, mini engine mm-hmm. um yeah it, it was great but at the end i guess i didn't do too well i lost to <laughs> like block dragon like i can't beat that like i, I mean it, it, it's a top deck block dragon so he had mm-hmm. not just top deck black, uh, block dragon and then mm-hmm. yeah that's like too much too much advantage that's unfair and then i also lost to like uh, what's that trap tricks i believe that that's the one yeah trap like, tricks yep yeah, I, I built my my deck to beat like combo because like combo was like super popular and also combo is a lot better than control at the moment. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, like I, I have no idea like what trap tricks like like do and uh, I I mean like I just had like no cards to to beat the deck so that that's like you know, whatever. But 
in, in general, like I believe my deck is still like pretty strong. So mm-hmm. especially against combos, I'm pretty like happy about my deck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it was a fun experience, and especially like able to do against like other like great players. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, like the, uh, the opportunities like so rare, and then like I'm so happy about it. It's just that like I I was not like uh, lucky enough to get a feature match. <laughs> I guess maybe <laughs> I, I lost early. So. <laughs> But yeah, that that's whatever. So I had a yeah, time, so. yeah. Usually, if you get a feature match, if you lose early, it's because you're trying to fight in to get a spot at that point. And fortunately, I think you had a, a one in three record in, in that tournament. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, so not not, not one of your uh, better performances as we, I've I've been used to seeing you do. I mean, usually, I see you at least make the top cut almost every single time I I see you play a tournament. So this was uncharacteristic of me to watch. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like I'm also like playing uh, underdog deck, so I, I, yeah. I would like hoping for the best because, like, I know that like my deck is not like like tier one or, or like tier zero, like in in like any sense. But mm-hmm. I, like I just uh, I just believe in my deck, mm-hmm. but somehow like it, it, it like I didn't success, but but still like it's still it's still a good run for me. So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so why did you choose the the deck that you did uh, Dogmatic and Necros? Right. So like um so. Y- you know, like Necros is back to like full power, so we got like three unicorn. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, like one of the one of the biggest reasons is that like I, I love the ritual deck. At the same time, like I love the Shadow deck. So this is the only deck that can combine like both strategies into one. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like Dogmatica like provides like lots of uh, interruptions, especially during my opponent's turn. So that'd be great. Because like against combo, like I normally have a unicorn in the field, and also I, I should have some protection if I want it. So I can I can also get a uh, a mug or a trish to protect my unicorn. Mm-hmm. So um, if I have the dogmatical stuff, especially like the traps and the punishment, mm-hmm. and like I'm pretty like safe, uh, safe like going first, and also like against against combo. So that that's um like what I do because like they they can't do much. Uh, after that, and mm-hmm. I will just follow up with a Twitch, and normally like the game will be over. So mm-hmm. that that that's my strategy, and it worked like pretty well, until a point that like, someone dropped a, a block dragon. <laughs> that, that's too much for me to handle. <laughs> that card's gonna start cursing you now for for a long time now. That block dragon. Yeah, uh-huh. but I I hope it will be gone, so that that, that should be okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a card that's that's able to go at this point. So l- let's cross our fingers, and you won't have to worry about that card again. Yeah, I I just believe that like my deck takes some skills, so yeah. um, like like uh, there there are lots of like interruptions. At the same time, like I need to plan like my um my strategy like ahead, like a few turns ahead because of like the, the ritual stuff because mm-hmm. I, I can plan. Like when uh, I would like to activate my ritual, and uh, like when I will have an empty field, so that I can decide. I, I mean, I can use the ritual spells in the grave, and then search for a new one from my deck. Mm-hmm. Right, and the dogmatica stuff like provides a lot of like utilities. So, um, especially like with the uh, servant, like Maximus, mm-hmm. uh, Maximus, and also like punishment, because I can send stuff from my extra deck to the grave. Mm-hmm. So I can do like lots of stuff. Not like uh, other decks, like they can only send like TN, TNSS to the grave just to pop and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in my deck, I can send that, or I can send the uh, toad to re- recycle stuff from my grave, mm-hmm. or I, I can send uh, what, what was the one? I can send Harold to search for Yeah, that's one of the big cards. ones, right? Right, yeah. So that, that's why like, it's amazing, or like I can send Omega just like other decks to re- recycle stuff. Mm-hmm. 
like worst case scenario, I, I mean, I have like lots of shoot all stuff in, like in the extra deck as well, so I can get like shoot them and um, I can set up the shoot all play. So yeah, that's so that, that's why I, I like my deck, like lots of like interruptions. Um, I, I mean, against I, I mean, if the meta is full of like fair decks, so my deck should have any edge like over those. But like, if I can't beat like stuff like Block Dragon or like, uh, like like uh like Needle Fiber and stuff yeah. like that, and then that, they're gonna be a problem. <laughs> but in, in general, like against combo, I, I still believe that they had a hard time like dealing with with my my board, especially like Unicorn plus Vogue. There are quite a few games like they had to like waste lots of like resources just to beat over Unicorn because like all their monsters are, are quite small. Like for example, like Dragon Link. And also like um the rock deck, right? Like all the link monsters are super small. They don't get any effects. Like they don't get the pluses or like if they want to like uh, link up. So uh, like uh, quite a few games that they, they had to like just summon a bottle sword just to kill my unicorn. So that's pretty <laughs> sad. And and then I, I mean I just follow up with a chichula. Not like <laughs> because like in combo decks, like people play with so many uh, monsters, right? So they can set. The entire hand, yeah, like they will have like some extenders which they can't use because I had the unicorn in the field, um, right? So, I, I mean, just follow up with a Trish, so hopefully, have some like, um, like punishment or like other like dogmatical support, and then pretty good to go. Did you happen to play decisive armor in that deck too to kind of help like help protect the unicorn? I know, I just want to play like minimum amount of uh ritual stuff, so decisive is one of the best, I, I mean, worst ones. Worst ones. Uh, right, because like I, I don't even want to see any ritual cards in my opening hand. I, I would like to search for. I, I mean, except like Brio. So I, I want to see Brio, but yeah, that's the yeah, definitely right, the only one. Right. So and also, if you check my deck list, I, I try to play as many powerful like spells as possible. So most of them are, are plus ones, <laughs> and so because I, I need them to to uh, to combat because right? the current meta is like crazy. People get like so many free pluses. <laughs> Right, and I also play like fourteen hand traps. Um, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, because I I did the math, so I wanted to I wanted to have a roughly fifty percent um, of opening at least like two hand traps. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my, my deck is ba- is is built based on the, the ratio. Did you looking back at it now? Would you have chosen a, a different deck to play than what you did at that tournament? Just because you had uh, you know not the greatest record on that tournament. Uh, no, like I'm still pretty happy like with my deck. So I just I just want to play like something unique. Like I, I don't want to play in the, in the rock deck. And then rock deck, it, it just like <laughs> I, I mean, so, to be honest, it's such a stupid deck. So you just do like the, the same combo like over and over, and then just hope that like you have you can resolve like block, and then you just have all the negation on, on the board. <laughs> like to be honest, like I don't like such decks. So I, I like something that can be like interruptive. Mm-hmm. So, like my deck, my deck is like it can be combo. Mm-hmm. I I can also play um and the needle fiber and link class, but mm-hmm. it, it can be control. So um so that that fits my play style play style very well. But in general, mm-hmm. I, I I just don't want to play like something like other players are playing. Um, mm-hmm. it's predictable and at the same time, it, it just not like not exciting enough for me to. Mm-hmm. The pilot, yeah. Well, we know that you're a very experienced player with Necros. You've had success with it. You've, you've talked to YCS. You've talked uh, regionals with Necros. E- even when Necros was written off as dead, you still talked to regional with it. I-, I remember back way back when I think it was around 2016. I uh, went well after dead. 
you you still topped a Toronto regional with it. And I remember I took I didn't take the picture, but someone else did. I put <laughs> it up on I put up online and said that you beat somebody who had a full board, but you cleared the board with drowning mirror force and you won in time. If you remember that moment, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, that, that, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I so I know that you're a huge like Necros player, and uh, that was the one deck that I was able to top a YCS with, and uh, I, I have you to thank for a good chunk of it because you and I worked uh, ex- extensively that morning before the event on uh, just fine tuning that deck and helping me make uh, make a couple plays, and I was able to top that one. And so I know that you're a big like, Necros player. So like, does that deck have like a, like a kind of like a place in your heart for, or like at least one of your favorite decks to play? Right. Yeah. So that, that that's one of it. And also like another reason I love the deck was that like the deck is so like versatile. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can basically get like whatever you, you need at, at basically at any moment if mm-hmm. that there's no like floodgates. And uh, so that that's crazy, and and you can see that like on the, um, the, the modern decks, and they, they are like necros. So basically, like for example, like me and the Elrich deck, right? A single trap or a single spell can get you like basically like whatever you, you need. Um, right. So I guess necros was like one of the the first decks besides like dragon rulers that can can do that, and mm-hmm. uh, it's still like very powerful, and. Um, yeah, so I I just love like those kind of like strategies. So I I can get the stuff like anytime I need, and uh, yeah, and that's why like I chose the deck like <laughs> previously, especially for that regionals. So yeah, it, it's pretty funny. So I, I like I couldn't remember why somehow I got a day off on that Friday, and mm-hmm. I had nothing to do, so I went to locals. Mm-hmm. I was like, what should I play for regionals? I haven't played in a while. And then my friend showed me some like kaiju stuff. I was like, "Oh, that that's pretty interesting." And I was like, "Wait a minute!" I, I saw a level nine kaiju. I was like, "Wait, can I use that for my necros deck?" Because like necros, I mean necros of Trishra is level nine, right? Yeah. And that guy is like level uh, level nine as well. Because that uh, I remember that one one of the exist monsters that were like a, a mini Trish. Um, you just need like two level nine monsters, and then you combine, you, you put them together, and then you make that, and then you can detach one material. You can either like banish a card in the grave or field or hand. So it, it, it's essentially like a trishla. Um, I was like, hmm, can I do that? So and and then I built my deck like based on that strategy. <laughs> and after I finished my deck, I was like, hmm, and the deck didn't seem to be like powerful enough. I like, but I I don't know like what would be missing so um i, I was like okay let, let me check like the latest set so what's in the latest set mm-hmm. and i was like wait that travel is amazing like why no one's playing it and it's like ten dollars <laughs> i can get a play set like pretty easily yeah and then i was like okay so now i know what to do so i need to bluff and then i i, I, need, I need to trap my opponent into drowning mirror force so yeah I, and then yeah, I top the regionals afterwards. Yeah, that, that, that was a funny one. The the card you're talking about, I'm pretty sure you're talking about is uh, Phantom Fortress Enter Blathmer. The that that rank nine exceed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's his name. Yeah, it's yeah, been a while. So I think yeah, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, it was, I was pretty sure I was dueling beside you when that uh, when that moment happened. You hit him with the hit the drowning mirror force, and everyone was. It was so shocked by what happened. Like there was a little crowd around you, 
when you were playing that, I found it pretty funny and hilarious. And I was just like, man, that is, that's Botang. That that's what he's. He's full of he's full of surprises. And I like, and, and as a person, to me, like you've always been this nice, friendly, easygoing person, and I always have a laugh with you. But every time I watch you duel. You're so different. You're so cold. You're so calculated. And you, you get a little bit serious. But you still have a little bit of laugh here and there. But you're really meticulous in your moves. And it's it's like two different sides of seeing Bo Tang as a person and a duelist when you get out there and play. It's it's quite a, astonishing for me to watch, at least from a person who knows you on both sides of the game. Yeah. So, like, like if I know like what's going on, I'll probably be be chill. <laughs> but like most of the time, like people play like new cards and then I have to read them, I have to focus. <laughs> Especially like when I need to bluff. Like, uh, oh yeah, another reason I love the Necron stack is that you can never expect what kind of like traps or, or like uh side deck cards that I'll be right. playing, right? And and then like because I can easily bluff with my ritual spells. I mean, yeah, you can twin twist her, so that that's fine. Like mm -hmm. no one cares, right? But like with my deck, like my deck is full of like surprise factors, so yeah, that that gave me like some edge like in a tournament. So I guess that that's part of like deck building. So mm -hmm. I, like I, I don't know like if my skill level like it, it's like higher or, or maybe in, in the same level as some of my opponent. Mm -hmm. But like, if my deck is built to beat like most of my deck, like for example, like meta decks, mm -hmm. so I, I should have a slightly higher chance of doing that. Especially mm -hmm. like when I don't play that much, so I, I need to have some sort of like edge to to combat. <laughs> what I love about the Necros decks is that a lot of their plays are not linear. Like you really have your your play is different almost every single game that you play because you, typically you want to go second when you play Necros. And then not to mention that you're always dealing with a board, so you ha really have to learn how to play around everything. And Necros is able to do that, at least when I played it. Yeah, that that's right. Uh -huh. Yeah, and also, like, it's funny that, like, people may not know, like, if you are misplaying. <laughs> because, like, people will get lost. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> there, there are so many lines of play, like, unlike, uh, unlike the current like, uh, combo decks, you, mm -hmm. you, you know that eventually they will make a needle fiber and then go from there, right? and then just use a hand trap to stop that. But in a necklace deck, like you, you have like lots of options, so you, you can search like so many times like, with so many cards. So, yeah, so you you have the option. So I guess like the, the worst part is that like you just have to plan a few turns ahead. So you you have to know like what's going on. So that that's like pretty hard um, to 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 master. And I think it's arguably one of the most difficult mirror matches to play, like past the Jin. Like postgen, I think it was one of the toughest smear matches to ever have to play. It's yeah. not easy. It, the whole entire game is, I feel, is like resource management. Right. Yeah. So I, I love the mirror match so much. Yeah, I believe that like before the dream was banned, mm -hmm. I had a, a, a crazy idea. So. Like I played like two DJs, but not like Hoban, not like Patrick Hoban. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> deck one and side deck one, main yeah. deck two copies. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that 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 was a like a funny moment. So people like 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 people always ask me to to side out like DJs, but I, I never agree on that because I played two copies. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> people will get rid of one and then they'll be like, oh okay, I'm winning now. But like once they see my second coffee, they were like, oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Because at that point in time, we started to 
have people try to do these gentleman agreements uh, to try to at least side out uh, vanity's emptiness. And I, and I always said, no, I'm not siding out vanity, vanity's emptiness at all. Even though I would win game one and it would be my, like, I would win game one anyway. And they would still make me go first. It'd be my advantage to like, to keep it in. And I'm like, yeah, I'm keeping it in. Cause if I win game one in the mirror match, I'm going to be going first. No, I want to see vanity's emptiness in my hand first turn. So that way I can launch it on them and, and you know, essentially win the game. So I, I never did it. I, I never agreed to those kind of uh, those gentlemen's agreements. I don't know if you ever did, but I, I definitely did not do that. Well, like I, I did once, I guess that there was uh, back in Dragon Lula format, like Six yeah. Sense. Yeah. No, no, no. Six Sense was just like released. Yeah, <laughs> because like, like I didn't have a copy of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, like like doing the originals. Like I didn't want to spend money, but I know that it's like a waste of money. So yeah, like so that's why like, I always ask people. Wait, so do, do you want to sign out the success and, uh, <laughs> and, and return? That, that that was like the the final run of the uh, the originals. Yeah, and then I guess my opponent was like Victor Lee or another Lee. So I, I don't remember like one of the cheaters. Mm-hmm. So I asked them to do that. They were like, no, like I don't I don't want to do so. Okay, I was like, okay, and then like I opened with a return. And I won and I top the regionals. So mm-hmm. it was pretty funny, <laughs> but like, I had no success. I don't want to <laughs> invest in that. So. <laughs> Now, going back to the remote dual invitation very quickly, uh, you, you saw that uh, Team Samurai X won Samaru Viseri, who's I know who's also a good friend of yours. Uh, he, he won the event. He won the whole thing. Uh, what, what was your reaction when you found out that he he won it? Uh, yeah, like uh, I was pretty happy about it because like I did some play tests with him like before mm-hmm. the tournament, and and then he also shared like some of the uh, tech choices that I should consider in my deck. So mm-hmm. yeah. We, yeah, like I, I, I was surprised that like he eventually like he, he was, I believe he was trying to play um uh, dinos with some floodgates, but I guess but but I guess eventually he made the correct move, so he he, he took them out and then he made a better uh, better deck. So mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, also at the same time, I, I knew that I knew that like dino would be a great deck. I mean, great choice for the tournament as well because the. Uh, Conductor was like so big, and then it has like so many like good effects. It mm-hmm. it can like break the uh, the combo board like pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was also considering like the uh, the Dino deck, but mm-hmm. in the end, I mean like my my heart won because I always wanted to play Necros. So yeah, uh, but like I I'm just like I'm so excited when when I saw like Tim was in the finals, and then <laughs> that was like one of the best moments because like people always. Like laugh at like these like Yugi tubers, right? Because like they 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 basically like trash at playing the game. Yeah, I mean some of them, but like still like there are quite a few of them that are super good at the game, especially like Sam. So also Sam topped like YCS as well. So like he he's a good player. It's just that you can never like you you can never underestimate like how good he is and how good some of the Yugi tubers are. That's what he told me when we spoke in the podcast. He told me that you know he well he wanted to be legitimate. He wanted to be real, and you know everything he puts out there is is, is that he he truly believes it. He's not trying to do this for for like the likes and the posts. That's what he told me, and like I think this was a good way for him to kind of prove that you know he actually he is a really good player out there, and you know you definitely shouldn't be underestimated. And you and I have been able to see him play firsthand because he's we're like we're, you're you guys are from the the toronto area i'm not too far off so i at least 
be around that surrounding area when we go for regionals. We've seen him play before. Yeah, uh-huh. and also he he's like a little brother to me. So like I met him like, well, like actually I met him like almost a decade ago. Been a while, like quite yeah. a few years. <laughs> he 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 was like a little kid. He he was like so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he loves like six exams. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. yeah I, I guess yeah I, I beat him like quite a few times in the locals. I, I was playing my trash six exams, mm-hmm. so I only play six exams uh, when like the uh six exam united. Wait, six exam. Gateway. No, no. Oh, okay, so it's it's when gateway was hit to zero, and yeah. th- there's another draw spell. I guess six exam unite or, or, or something like that. Yeah, united. Oh yeah, 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 United. Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. the one. So that one was hit to one. So, uh, I, at the moment, I, I, I just like, I just got a six M deck for, like real cheap. So that, that that's why I was like, wait, should, should I try to play it? I never <laughs> play six M at full power. So, yeah. and and then I played that that deck at the at the local Dolly's. So the mm-hmm. Dolly's is my uh, local OTS store. Mm-hmm. So basically, I, I played that deck and then I, I won the tournament. And then Sam was a little kid. He came to me. He was like, "Wow, so you're so good at it." Huh? I was like, I guess I was lucky, and then we, we did exchange some of the deck building ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, and then we became friends. So yeah, so it, it's been quite some time. And then now he's adapted that name to be uh to be his you know part of his persona, and then he's he's taken off quite well actually. So he, uh, I guess you have a big heavy hand on the the influence on that name, especially since you know Samurai Sam is part of his name. Yeah, but to be honest, like I, I don't like the name too much because like Sam always goes like X three, so it should be like Team Samurai X three instead of X. <laughs> I'd rather go like X zero, right? To, to be more confident, like X one. I guess X one wouldn't be too bad. I mean, uh, I mean, like at worst, you can go X two one. Team yeah. Samurai X two one, and then it'll be good. But if I, I was Sam, I, I would be like I'll go like Team Samurai X zero, right? It's it's a good thing you two are close friends, so you can make fun of him like that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I, I love him. So yeah, I, I understand. And and going along with this, uh, the six samurai format, you and I have had also spare, shared a a really fun moment in Yu Gi Oh back in uh, I think March of two thousand thirteen, where it, it was, I think it was the day before I before your birthday, I believe. Oh and yeah. I, I told you that, you know, for your birthday, I said, I wished you a happy birthday on Facebook. And I told you both of us are going to top the Toronto regionals this week, this weekend. And <laughs> you piloted six samurais when uh, mono mermails just came into, just came into, into play. Like it was before his mermails, the mono mermails were in and fire fists were one of the best decks at the time. And you were running six samurais. So what was, what was your deck decision? But I was, for running six samurais when it was mono mermails and fire fists. Right. So yeah, I, I guess I have to go back to like a, a year ago. So in twenty, so I only played six samurais for three events. Only three events besides yep. locals. So the, the first one would be back in twenty twelve. So that, that there was a regionals, mm-hmm. and at that time, so the, the best decks are like Dino Rabbit, and Insectus, and also Agents, I believe. Oh, and, and Plants. Yeah, these four decks. Yeah, these are the best decks. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason I played six exams was that I I wanna it, it, like it's an underdog and then no one's expecting it. And yeah. At the same time, 
So at, at that time, like Xuan was at one, yeah, United at one, and Gateway at zero. <laughs> I, I was like, hmm, okay, so maybe I I, I can somehow like build the deck better. So my entire entire strategy was built based on floodgates, and I I don't remember like how many MSTs were available. I guess Heavy Storm was banned, and MST was at three. Uh, so, he- Heavy Storm, I believe, was still uh was still around at that time. Uh, okay, so right, so my strategy was to um make Xian and then set the the counter trap. Mm-hmm. Um, so the counter trap can either be a judgment. I believe judgment was legal. I don't remember. Like judgment. Yeah, one, judgment was legal. Yeah, and and also there's a six M counter trap that if there's a destruction and then you can just flip it and negate it. Yeah, um, Magatama. Oh yeah, Magatama. So yeah, yeah th- those ones plus floodgates. So that that was my strategy. And yeah, yeah so it, it went. Yeah, uh, like uh, I perform performed pretty well, so I I, I talked my regionals. So mm-hmm. with that strategy, so people like were, were crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so that that's back in twenty twelve. So twenty thirteen, mm-hmm. I, I somehow played six cents again. Yeah. Um. Uh, so so before the regionals, um, so basically I was at work. Uh, I, actually, I I was sitting like in in the washroom. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, what deck should I play? Um. <laughs> I look at the, the format. Wait, so it, it looks familiar. So it seems similar to like the format like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So ML were pretty good because like they can extend like pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. And also um like all the pieces uh, uh can connect to each other. But the, the only problem is that they need the graveyard. So that's Mermels. And uh, what's that? Uh, what, what's the other one? Like Gear, 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 and uh, Fire Fist, I, I believe. So mm-hmm. those are similar to like Dinos because they, they're control based. But at the same time, like the, the monsters are so weak. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like in the Dino, uh, Dino Rabbit deck, right? The, the best monster, Alagia, uh, like is at 24. Yeah. And, and Fire Fist, um, and then the best one could be a bear or a tiger king right they, they, they're pretty small as well i mean as long as i have interruption to negate like the effects or i have the counter traps or floodgates ready <laughs> i should be okay so th- that's my mindset so after like i'm done it in the washroom i was like okay i, I know what deck i'm, I'm playing <laughs> right so it should be like disgusting yeah. That that's my thought process because I had nothing to do like when I was sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> so like okay, and, and so I so I made the deck so basically in the same strategy. So mm-hmm. I, I want to protect Xuan at the same time I was set up like floodgates. Mm-hmm. But the the only different idea was was that I wanted to try gateway. Gateway was still at one. Mm-hmm. So somehow I, I was like. Maybe I should try it again, although I hate it so much because it's only good going first. Cause mm-hmm. at, at that time, like six amps were like super bad. I only had one Xi'an and yep. don't, uh, other supports. And um, I mean, if I, I can open Gateway, so that's great. But after turn one, I mean, it's pretty much uh, pretty much dead because I want to draw floodgates instead of like um, a Gateway because mm-hmm. it does nothing unless I have like multiple monsters. But mm-hmm. if I had multiple monsters, they would either be in the grave or they'll be on the field. Mm-hmm. The reason they'll be in the grave was that I, I must have used them for like synchro summoning or like exit summoning stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? So the gateway will, will be bad, but somehow I was like, maybe let me try it again. So uh, I did, mm-hmm. and I only drew it once, so it didn't matter. So so we both topped the regionals. So you top with Mermels, and I top with six M's. Like uh, um, I, I I was like so excited, and then like, I was also so happy for you and. And that that's like one of the best moments that 
because we're both top divisionals. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, I called it too. Like I said, we're both going to top it together. You, you and I, because, you know, we've always had like a friendship before and it was your birthday. I thought, let's, I'm just going to make this crazy, crazy proclamation to say that both of us topped the regionals together. And we did. And, <laughs> and that made me pretty happy. And I remember several years later on, we took a picture of us like together, kind of almost to commemorate that moment, just a reminder of that moment. I'm pretty sure it's on your Facebook somewhere. It's, it's you and me just posing together, just just thinking about back to when we taught that regional. Yeah, that that, that, that regional like, was one of the best. I, and also, like, there's a fun fact. So at the regionals, yeah, I, I beat like one of the the famous players in um, in, in the GTA. Like, I'm not gonna say the name. So yeah. No, actually, like he never beat me like in any events. But yeah. I believe that there was like one of the event I, I beat him. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 not I, I beat him. That that's one of the event that we played, and uh, he was playing a like, gear gear. He, he was like so confident he wanted to <laughs> to win a tournament. I was playing yeah. a shitty deck. Well, I, I mean, I shouldn't say that name. I, I was playing a bad deck, a, yeah. a six M deck. <laughs> he didn't expect to lose and I, I won I mean fortunately so he, he was like crazy mad he became yeah. like a, a, a madman mm-hmm. and, and like a, a few years later oh I, I mean over the years like I played him like many many times and I always beat him he, yeah. he was always mad at me <laughs> but like I, I'm not gonna say a name it's it, it just like pretty funny so I also beat him like in, in top four of the of like one of the catch events like the GTA catch events. Oh <laughs> right, yep. Yeah, because it, yeah, yeah, it, it just that. And also, like, it, like back to the the, the, the samurai story. So mm-hmm. I, the, the last event I played in was the YCS, like mm-hmm. a few weeks after the original top that we had. Mm-hmm. In the YCS, I took out the the, the gateway, mm-hmm. and then I topped that YCS as well. So that that those are the only three events that I played with six M's. But uh, you you made pr- pretty good uh, headway out of that, since considering you talked with them when they were written off. And again, it's it's just suits your play style. It's just funny to see you like use these kind of kind of like written off decks and still win with them. That's kind of uh, what you like to do. And I, I know that you also won with six. You also topped a, a YCS San Diego with it as well with six Samurais. Uh, yeah, yeah, back in two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, before Dragon Lula came out. So. Yeah, <laughs> just was... before Lula. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. So kind of to tie uh, all this together, as we said, we've been friends for a decade now, and pretty much the same with Sam. Uh, you got married three years ago uh, to, to who's now your wife, Jessica, and and you invited both uh, Sam and I to that wedding, and we, which we, we had a lovely time, by the way. I love being at that wedding. We We had a lot of fun. And, and it was funny that you just put um, you put all the Yu-Gi-Oh people at one table. There's a very small table, so I was kind of honored that I got to be picked as part of that. And then, not to mention, you the, your wedding coincidentally happened to be a week before the YCS, so that way uh, everyone you invited to the wedding still got to play the following week. Yeah, and surprisingly, I also <laughs> entered like in the YCS as well, unexpected, yeah. <laughs> and then I got like oh four job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was like the worst. But like, I, I, at the same time, like I, I was pretty happy that like like we we can have a, like, a wedding before like these kind of events. So mm-hmm. like everyone will, will be happy. So and also, I guess you guys can also talk about the strategy to get prepared for the YCS. Yeah, you're <laughs> oh, you're not wrong because I didn't know zodiacs very well at that point in time. 
and that was the deck that I was running for that YCS. Uh, I still did terrible anyway. I was 3-3 three, three and I dropped. But that's what I did that night. I would talk to Sam and I would talk to uh, Joe Vessio that was there. And I know some of the Dollies crew was there too. And so was Sam, and Sam obviously. And I was trying to just get some pointers and some like Zodiac help for that, for Zodiac help, just to get my deck together. Because I'm like, I was panicking. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Help me, help me, help me. Everything like that. So I did do that at your wedding was like to actually talk about Yu-Gi-Oh with the guys i'm like i need help for next week and then but that stopped pretty quickly because your wedding was open bar and i think i had about 12 drinks that night so i was <laughs> I, I was uh i was pretty good that night and uh Adam and i were just just started dating at that point now we're also three years strong now which is kind of funny so i'm kind of taking your your anniversary which was about three weeks ago and then that was also like three years ago and then kind of counting that as close to our anniversary, which is August 5th as well. So that, that, that was kind of a funny thing, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All that's kind of tied together, you know? Yeah, like same as the Invitational this year, right? It's at like 21st August. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but to be honest, I, I can't wait uh, like to, like to, uh, to attend your wedding. So make sure that you, you, you plan, plan ahead and let me know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Autumn and I 100% agree that when we have our wedding, that you and Jessica are 100% invited. And speaking of which, I'm going to have to invite one more person now because uh, you recently had a son. Oh, uh, a, a girl, actually. Oh, girl, Otto, so I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no and, and I keep seeing pictures of you uh, teaching her how to play. Yeah, yeah, and like she's so good at it. Like she she knows like the the, the, the basic plays in Yu-Gi-Oh, which yeah. is instruction. Mm-hmm. So like if you go first, like no matter like what deck you're playing, if you go first, you make a full board. Like doesn't matter. I mean, she can destroy your, your board. Like, after mm-hmm. that's done, she destroy your hand and your deck, and then you, you GG. Mm-hmm. And if she goes first, she just destroy you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she's winning like either way. Like, she's good. So yeah, I, I'm like. <laughs> I mean, I already see a super polarization on 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 her side of the board against you. Yeah, like she she, she doesn't need that. <laughs> she <laughs> she was she was already in a good position, so yeah. she can just destroy me, and then that's it. How, how old is she? Uh, eight months. And how, what's her what's her name? Uh, Gemma. Gemma, was that uh, was that decided by you or was that by Jessica, your wife? Uh, yeah, Jessica. Jessica decided that. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, like the the name was coming from the uh, the, the movie, Crazy Rich Asian. Mm-hmm. I, I think Crazy oh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. the name. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like one of the main characters, oh, is named as Gemma, and then we feel that like that that's a special name. Yeah. And um, yeah. So we both love the name, so mm-hmm. we went ahead with it. Yeah. Yeah, and I know that you also have a you also have a pretty rare dog. You've got a you also have a pet Shiba as well. Yeah, Shiba Inu. Yeah, yeah. I know you've had that for a, a decent amount of years now. How long have you had that one for? Uh, quite a few years. Yeah, quite a few years. Yeah, it's so cute, uh, and that's that's one of the dogs I would totally love to have. Yeah, I love him so much. Like, <laughs> he's like one of my best friends. So yeah, we had like lots of good times. And, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> is 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 he neutered at all, or is? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, yeah. Ah, geez. See, that was that was one thing I was uh, I was supposed to ask you that Autumn asked me to is like to ask if your dog was neutered or not because we would totally want uh, if it was breeding we would totally want one. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it just said that the breeder told us not to do so. And yeah. Yeah. Also, he has a a pure bloodline, so. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that that is like one of the reasons. So we respect the uh, the breeder. And yeah, we, yeah, this is followed like what he he told me to do. So how did you get your hands on a Shiba? Because those things are pretty rare to come around here in North America. Yeah, actually, I well, I found the ad on Kijiji, mm-hmm. and it was in Windsor. So when I saw it, I, I like we just drove like four hours mm-hmm. to to that place, and then I guess we were pretty lucky. Like there were. That there was a couple just like behind us, just I guess just like thirty minutes late. So we 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 went into the house first, and then that that Shiba was the only one available. Oh wow! Yeah, and and then yeah, we, we had like a good like three minutes with that Shiba, and then yeah, we, we just made up the mind. Yeah, we wanted him, and oh. yeah, he he became a, a member of our family. And oh, that's all, yeah. I guess yeah, we we're pretty lucky, and uh, at, at the same time, it's it, it just that, like, I, I mean, you, you can't always get a a good friend. Sometimes, like, you you just have to to hope, like, uh, one day, like, um, you 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 meet the 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 one that you love. So yeah, yeah. And she's she's been a pretty good woman to you so far because I still was able to see you at several events even after you got married. So it's nice that she's letting you be able to do, especially for the remote dual invitational, which was, uh, you know, not too long after your uh, three year anniversary as well. <laughs> no, it's not. I also told <laughs> my my wife like, can we have the anniversary like a week after? Because I need to prepare for the event. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I hope you treated her well and did something special for your for your anniversary then this year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of, uh, to, to tie this all together now, uh, you know, we haven't really seen you play a whole lot lately, and this is uh, this is man before the pandemic happened, everything uh-huh. like that. Because you know, you're you know, you have a wife now, you have a child. Uh, you, you graduated from the University of Toronto in, in uh, electrical engineering now, and I'm pr- pretty sure you are an engineer now. That you you have a big career and everything like that. So, it's I am going to guess that it's a little bit harder to kind of juggle Yu Gi Oh now now that you have s- so many responsibilities at that point. Is that fair? Uh, that, that's right. Yeah, because like before that, I, I can still go because like I, I live like um just a, a street across the uh, Gen. Mm-hmm. like game nations it's like super close so like before like the kid was born i still had like some time to go to the locals and then play tournaments mm-hmm. so that, that that was like uh pretty fun but after that like like once once the kid was born and then yeah basically my, my time was like fully occupied but but I, at the same time I, I still wish like i can spend a little bit more time like with my hobby yep um so that that's what like when i saw like the invitational uh, so basically, I just talked to my wife like immediately. Can I? Can I? <laughs> She's like, follow your heart. I was like, okay. So basically, that that's a no answer. <laughs> and I was like, shall we talk a little bit more? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So the, it, it, eventually, I got approved. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but like, I I didn't have too much time. Like, I I basically can go to the locals. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I mean, I can go to locals just to pick up stuff and then go home like immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still had like like an hour or so like each day at night after the kid mm-hmm. was sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I I used that time to do like play tests and and do like a series. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I. 
I, I still want to play the game. Like the, the, the game is still like pretty like exciting. Mm-hmm. It's just that I didn't have too much time, but I I, I was like so fortunate. I, I was selected, so I, I can keep playing like the, the game. Like otherwise, like I don't have any motivation because like there's no events, right? Mm-hmm. And the, 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 there's no like price support. Like, there's no nothing. So there's there's no reason to, to play Yu-Gi-Oh like during the pandemic. Uh, until I, I saw like the, the invitation, I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, that that's the event that I need to get ready." Yeah. Of, so, so have you have you been able to fit you know at least some Yu-Gi-Oh into your life now? Now that you have you have a full career, you're married, and you have a you have a child. Right. So so basically, uh, like I'm just hoping like if I can help as many people as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, like for, for example, like um. Like last year, so last year the kid was not born yet. So, mm-hmm. um, I went to the uh, New York Comic Con. I was the do master, so I, I guess I, I was fortunate to, to be invited for that event as yeah. well. Yeah, very thankful for that. Um, right. So during that time, like I, I do like a lot of like people, especially like young kids. Like um, like uh, we spend like quite a few. Uh, Look, I, I, look, I should say that like the, the games are pretty like quote unquote like back and forth because I, I wanted to um to, to create like some challenges for, for like for those kids and mm-hmm. at the same time I, I wanted them to, to win the game. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, so that that, that was like, a pretty like fun moment because I had to plan ahead as well. I, I need to plan like how I can lose and yeah. how I can put pressure like on my opponents. Mm-hmm. Um right, so although like I like I didn't played too much during that time mm-hmm. but um i was still like trying to learn like new strategies and i also help like new players and help mm-hmm. them like like how the mechanic works and how uh how they, they can enjoy the game a little bit better so mm-hmm. like i i just hope that like i, I can put that you know, influences like, like on like other people and, and especially like positive uh impacts on like, mm-hmm. on that side Mm-hmm. Because like I I'm not like a an active person and and then like I, I don't talk crazy like online or anywhere like I'm just mm-hmm. trying to help if I could. Yeah, of course. Um, and so have you tried to at least try to keep up with the game as in in recent years? Even though you're like you're you're married now and you you have a child, are you still trying to like stay in the game? Yeah, like I I guess I I still like play the game like uh, quite reasonably. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, before the, the, the kid was born, um, I can spend like, some time like at locals and also like build like crazy decks. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I guess I I, I play uh, Duel Links and like, Goat Control mm-hmm. the most. Uh, but I, I still enjoy like the uh, what was that the, the current I, I mean the meta game. So mm-hmm. I was still like following like the, the meta. It's just that I couldn't travel like too much. So that's why I haven't haven't been to any like YCS in the states mm-hmm. since twenty twenty fifteen. Oh, okay. Actually, I, I I've been to like two YCS like after twenty fifteen. Yeah. But like just not that many anymore. Because a lot of times I was also like pretty jealous because like some players can travel to like all events. Mm-hmm. Like they have like so much time to do like whatever whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Even in my like my 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 early ages, like in my early twenties, yeah, or maybe like yeah, yeah, early early twenties, basically. Like I just couldn't have like enough time to do so because I'm so focused on my career and also other like developments. Mm-hmm. Right, so I I I couldn't I travel. Also, although I wanted to be competitive, I can only like go to like select selective amount of like um mm-hmm. events. So, 
Yeah. It's really about planning ahead for you now if you really want to play any big events now. Um, big events? Like if you I... want to play like, if you want to play like a YCS or something like that, you really have to like plan ahead and kind of t- talk it over with your wife and everything kind of so that way you can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, yeah, that that'll be the case. But she's just pretty like supportive, especially like, for some like impo- important events, yeah. Like in the uh, the newer Comic Con, and I, I got the green lights like mm-hmm. a few months before that. So <laughs> yeah, and I guess a good way for you to help stay in the game is if you keep uh, t- teaching your daughter how to play the game too, and hopefully, you know, she'll become the next like Dragon Duelist, and then maybe she'll become the next YCS champion. Oh, see the first like female champion ever out there. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just hope that like the new generations can shout. So, yeah. uh, so <laughs> my 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 kid, my my little girl won't feel that <laughs> awkward like going to event. Oh, <laughs> no, she's, she's just kidding. <laughs> well, she's got a good teacher behind her, so hopefully we can see that happen. Uh, yeah. So New York Comic Con, you got a, you got invited to kind of help out at that event, and you also had a. You also had a duel links uh, duel against Sam, and y'all it, it turned into a commercial as well. So, how was that experience for you? Oh uh, yeah, that, 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 that was like crazy, and then it was like super fun uh, because like um, I, I believe like uh, Konami was trying to to because like we have we had like four masters like at that event, mm-hmm. and then um, I guess Konami wanted to do some of the commercials as well as some like advertisements mm-hmm. with some with some other um like content creators I believe. So um I guess I was only one who played Duel Links the yeah. most. So yeah, I, I, I was selected. So I was also like um happy for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, I got the chance to play against Sam. So Sam was a bit new to Duel Links, I, I believe. So he was piloting. Blue Eyes deck, which is nice and straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I got the uh, Dark Lords, so that's a little bit like more uh, complex, and it's, it's yeah that that's that's like another like Necros deck where yeah. you need to like plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was like pretty good, and um, like in the end, like it went out well. And yeah, I, like I, I was so surprised to see myself in that commercial with Sam, and then yeah, that also shows that like the, the good friendship that we had, and also uh, we're so proud that we're also from the same locals. People mm-hmm. didn't know that mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow like we played each other at New York Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> two local kids played together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually I don't like playing my local friends when I'm playing out of town, but I'm sure this one is an exception for you because you got to. You got to be in a commercial for it for for Konami and Yu-Gi-Oh, which which had to be pretty exciting for the most part. Uh, did you know that you were going to be in a commercial? Um, I didn't know that, but I, I knew that it was um, it was on the stream or something. Oh, okay. So right, you knew, but... so you knew you were being filmed at least. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. Got it. Oh, well. All right, Bo. I think. Uh... I think your child is about to wake up here soon, so I'm going to have to let you go here so that you can tend to it. You told me, yeah, you had a limited amount of time, and she's probably starting <laughs> to get up now. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, like my schedule is basically <laughs> fully booked. So, yeah. like, because like, like now I, I'm, I'm taking a break. It's like long weekend, right? so I need yes. to take a little bit more like responsibilities, especially like with a kid. But like during like weekdays, like my wife did most of the work. Yeah. It's like I have to work. Like my work is pretty um, intensive. So 
Yeah, she um, spent most of the time with the kid. So basically, like right now, we're just taking turns. Yeah, because she's also an engineer too, right? Or she at least yeah. studied the same program as you. Yeah, she's a she's a uh, software engineer. So I'm, I'm a I'm a computer engineer. Yeah, so. two smart people, and you're gonna raise probably a very smart daughter on top of that, and maybe other children if you decide to have it. So, oh geez, Bo, you're 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 living the life right now, my friend. You're living the life. Um. I guess, but <laughs> that's still like a lot of like pressure, like coming from like all kinds of uh, areas. So, but I, I guess like I'm pretty like fortunate because like uh, my, my my wife mm-hmm. supports me, like supports my hobbies. Yes, and I, I got a chance to to play like Yu Gi Oh, so w- w- which is my um like like the, the hobby since like. To- since 2000 the year of 2000 oh I really wow that long Jeez. yeah I, I, I was a uh, i was an ocg player for like nine years mm-hmm. and then I, I came to canada and started the tcg okay God. so it, it's been a, a long journey but uh, like, I, 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 I still love the game so yep. uh, like I, I still got amazed like how the game like evolved like over the years so. yeah it's definitely a completely different game now than what it used to be uh back when you and i had met and even way before that as well so yeah it's it's, it's kind of funny seeing the the evolution of this game kind of go from like kind of slow and basic and now it's gotten really a lot more complex nowadays yeah so but i'm still happy that like the, the, the game is still like ongoing so yeah. especially like during like these hard times I guess like Konami did a good job on, on that, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, which is good like for players, um, yeah, and especially like for young kids, and they, they probably have nothing to do, and Yu-Gi-Oh can can help them at least to um, to develop their, their analysis skills and stuff like that. So yeah, w- w- which is good. Well, Bo, I know I know you've been really busy because you have you, you have your wife, you have your newborn, you're you're a full time engineer, and now it's and it, it took a holiday. Uh, for us to be able to finally record this because this is the first time I've done the podcast in the morning and I am not a morning person whatsoever and I d- detest waking up very early, a- except when we go to play Yu-Gi-Oh! for regionals. That's the only <laughs> yeah. time I'm willing to wake up around f- like 4 or 6 o'clock or whatever it is I have to wake yeah. up at just to go for regionals. So, uh, Bo, man, uh, again, congrats on you know your your child, you know, having a wife for you know, three years now. And again, I really love that you invited me to your wedding. I was surprised when you did, but I was very happy to go when I did. And again, Dan, I'm glad to talk to you. It's it's been a long time since we've actually been able to sit down and have a good conversation with each other. Yeah, it'd be a while, and uh, like I'm also like like uh, I I want to thank you as well, like for taking the time to talk to me and also to do the the podcast. So, yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely, Bo. I I couldn't imagine doing this podcast without at least having you on at one point in time. <laughs> Thanks so much. Like, of, co- of course, yeah, man. I'm so, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy to, to, to join you and to, to join your, your podcast. I, so. I appreciate that, Bo. I really appreciate it. Of course, I was going to have you on when I first started this, man. Of course, I was. You're a big, you're a big name player and, uh, you know, a good friend of mine. So it makes it makes sense to have you on. And, uh, you know, I, I hope to finally meet your daughter because I haven't been able to yet. But I'm sure someday soon I'll be able to. Yeah, let me know. So I live in Richmond Hill. So if for some reason you, you, you'll be in that area, so let me know. I, I will indeed, buddy. All right, that is Bo Tang, the first ever Canadian 
world's competitor since the North American merger here on the Gate Expectations Podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. And have yourselves a wonderful day. Bo, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, David, and thank you, everyone. Don't forget to like and subscribe. For more information, check out the Gate Expectations Podcast on YouTube, Facebook, Patreon, Twitter, and Spotify.